Together, the cooperative podcast. I'm your host, Philip, and I'm here with my co partner, Nate. Each pod, we play through a cooperative experience, then relay to you, the listener, if this game is the criminal of the criminal cop or something better off playing solo. Hey, Nave. Hey, are you guys talking into that same mic? Yes, we are like knee to kneecap talking in the same mic, which go ahead and introduce our guest, JP, from our listening together episode, our worst performing listening together episode where we <laughs> talked about the Last of Us soundtrack. Welcome back, JP. Uh, hi, thanks for having me back on. We almost didn't, but you're here because we couldn't find anyone else that wanted to talk about Bannerlord. And I live across town. You do, like probably 30 minutes away. It's really obnoxious. <laughs> Actually, I, for the record, if anyone lives in San Antonio, I hate all the highways to just spiral everywhere. I know you can drive around not using the highways, but they just seem to just loop around, you know? But yeah, that's the point. It's no. called a loop. Oh my God. That's what they do. Like, Our highways are just a big plus sign. It's really <laughs> convenient and easy. Look, so have you seen, um, not, not RoboCop, what is it, uh, Dread? Judge Dread? Where they live in just those buildings? Like the oh, concrete? The, oh, the, the mega cities? Yeah, like, mega cities. Yeah. Like, I would volunteer to live in one of those, where you just, like, there's one building, no one has a car, uh, there's people shooting drugs into their eyeballs on the street, but at least I don't have to get on a highway, you know? Well, I mean, if you want that, you can just go to the I-10 underpass. Yeah. Like, they're setting up a camp down there. <laughs> They stole a bunch of porter potties from the construction what, really? site. So, like, man, they've got facilities and everything, dude. Good for it's them. Like fucking rust over there. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you can't raid me. I'm offline. So, we are a video games podcast, specifically a co-op video games podcast. And with JP, this is your first appearance on our actual show. Would you mind sharing a notable co-op memory? Uh, yeah. I mean, I like whenever I was coming up, my experience with co-op games was uh, like primarily couch co-op you know because whenever we were little that's what co-op was i remember back in the day like in high school like i have several memories of us playing like rock band and stuff you know i distinctly remember always being the worst person in the room no matter (laughs) who we were playing with but uh now as far as like like one of my favorite co-op uh memories is gotta be what was that game uh it's earth defense force Okay, I was actually going to uh, maybe use that Earth Defense Force because I remember I played it with Nave at one point. But yeah, but I'm going to go with the one where I was playing with my wife. It's like, uh, you guys covered it. It's the two dudes are in prison. Oh, A Way Out. A Way Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> two like, dudes in prison. You remember the, the mini games? Knocking the nose. In that? Yeah, the that, mini like, games. We Jesus spent like Christ, so they long. were just designed to be like competitive as hell. Uh, like me and my wife went pretty back and forth on like who was always winning those. Yeah. Except for the connect four. She smoked the dick off me in that. <laughs> that but, was me. Uh, well, that oh, was so, wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, I was just slamming him in connect four. I'm like, you fool. <laughs> but, uh, and, but then, then no, so we fucking stopped. We stopped right there. Cause I was drunk. I was like, I want to rematch when I'm sober. And I, so we can't leave. And he's like, okay. So we came back the next day and then I slammed him in fucking connect four. <laughs> Somehow I remembered in the haze of whatever, of the fucking bourbon that I, I wanted to be him. Like, hyperbolic time chamber right after you get offline. You're like, I can't lose to Philip anymore. And you just start pounding out online, like chess.com, <laughs> but for connect four, like connect4.com. Like just building I was up your just, elo. I was just like in my bed when the room is spinning, and I'm just like, damn it, damn it. I'm just like thinking about meeting you in Connect Four. <laughs> Pretty sneaky, sis. But uh, 
but yeah so we were going through that and we got to the uh the arm wrestling one. Oh yeah and like where it's literally just a button mash yeah and, oh my like, god we were we like i smoked her on the first one and then we went again and then you know we were like best two out of three best three out of five oh best no 10 out of 60 or whatever we got up to and then like the last one i was cramping up because i was just i was it was like her it's like her strategy like she'll get beat like 19 times until like i get tired and then she'll be like okay this is the one that counts okay <coughs> and the so, move and it's so like, legitimate my strategy hand, my hands cramping up and like we're like doing this one match for like probably a solid five minutes like Dude, she, we had one of those too it's getting sweaty <laughs> and then it, she just she looses this like primal scream that just took me out of nowhere <laughs> And I started cracking up, and she just cleaned me out, man. That's a good one. Pretty solid. We don't get a way out references a lot, but I really yeah. like that game, and I'm glad you brought it up. Well, it's like in It Takes Two, they just had chess. And so me yeah, and just played chess. chess for like 15 <laughs> minutes. And this was before I was like really sweaty with chess. I didn't know how to do the King's Indian or nothing like that. So we were just playing. I was just using the fundamentals, and Philip was just winging it, I guess. I don't know how much he knows about chess. The King's Indian. That sounds like a like a type of pot or something. <laughs> yeah, kind of. It, it's it's like it's like a, a a black defense where it literally just is a catch all. So it's for people who have bad memory, like me. I just have to remember one thing. It doesn't matter what the fucking enemy does, as long as they don't blunder immediately. I'm like, I just do the same thing every time. Well, if you remember from uh, uh, we were here, my chess skills are not well developed because. Like, I don't know if you played that one or remember that episode, but it was literally just Nave trying to give me chess instructions of moving pieces. And I just could not comprehend what he was telling me. I was like using, I was like, all right, so you know the bishop that's on C, C8, you need to move it to, I'm like, he's like, what? I'm like, oh, the one that's the on the left as, of the king. He's like, as what? soon as you start using the coordinate system for chess, like, yeah, I'm not following that. All right, so that's pretty solid co-op memory. Let's talk about the games we've been playing this week. Nave, what have you been playing? Just Inshin. I have. It'll it'll already be recorded by the time this comes out, but I have to be on a show, Tales from the Backlog, about Like a Dragon Inshin, the spinoff game that I've been talking about for a while. Still haven't beat it. I was like, I can just pound it out like really fast. It's on Tuesday, which is two days. You're from not now. gonna make it. Well, this is the thing. So I was like, I can do like it's like I can do it. It's no big deal. I'm playing on the hardest difficulty. I refuse to lower it, right? Now what Ooh. happened? Fine. absolutely so the i i've been using the there's a there's a fighting style with this with the katana and a pistol and so i've been using that and it's really strong and that's what i've got like fully upgraded well there's a fight where you fight two bosses at once and you have to fist fight them and that is like my lowest one because i was like this one's stupid <laughs> like why would i want to do this so i had to grind for like four and a half hours to get my brawler leveled up and oh god it was fucking terrible but the game is so, so good. I'm playing it with, like, Paige is watching me play it right now. And I'm just trying to get to a cutscene. And in, like, two hours that we were playing it, I could not get to a cutscene. I just ran into, like, oh, like over and over again, side quest after side quest. And, of course, I'm like, well, I guess I better do this while better I'm here. Do the side quest. <laughs> yeah. I'm not coming back. So Which she's is- just sitting there. I'm like, man, this game's so dramatic. It's cinematic. And she's like, this game kind of sucks. It looks pretty. <laughs> but it's like, why is everyone? It's just... Like the words going across the screen, like there's no oh, voice yeah. acting. Well, not in the side quest, there isn't. Which is, uh, is my boy Kuze in there? Yes. Uh, I think he died really early on, though. That's fine. People are dropping like fucking flies in this game. 
Like it's it's insane. It feels bad. Like uh, well, never mind. I'm not fucking. I guess I did just spoil that, but whatever. <laughs> Which Kuze is infamous in a. Uh... Was it zero for driving a motorcycle yeah. in the sewers when you were trying to sneak past him? And he's like, Kiru! as he has like a, is yeah. a baseball bat or something. It might be like a pipe or something. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, oh, there's a pipe. And he's like dragging it along the sides of it. And meanwhile, yeah. you're just like, oh. like Nani, as you just turn around and see it, and you just block it with your yeah. arms cross block <laughs> as he takes a steel pipe into your, your elbows. At like but fucking I'm, 40 miles an hour. Pretty awesome. You been playing anything else? No. I've literally, I've got to beat that game. Like, I'm, like I'm, I'm, it's, it's red alert time. Like, as soon red as we're alert. done here, going straight back into that. All right, JP, what about you? What have you been gaming on? Uh, I haven't had a ton of time. I just had a kid, so that kind of fucked everything up. But, uh, <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Life update. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, trying to balance, like, playing video games with also, like, tabletop war gaming which takes up like a stupid amount of time. Well, but, what war game are you in right now? Uh, well, I've been... No. <laughs> uh, but I mean, like, as far as video games go, I've been playing Bannerlord, obviously. Uh, I tried Atomic Heart. I think I got about halfway through it. I'm not sure if I'm going to keep going. And then uh, my weekly Red Dead Texas Hold'em tournament. <laughs> So you told me what? about this, like, like you mentioned it off the side. Are you actually playing with your bros in this or are you playing like the NPCs? Yeah, no. So it's so we'll always have like me, my wife and her dad will play hold them together. And then like whoever drops in from there. So that's pretty cool. You just go online and there's just a room for that. Like in Fantasy yeah. Star online too. the arcade. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You just go to any of the poker tables and host a game. I don't know I if I'd be able to resist if I saw a poker table with three people at it. I'd be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I guess I'm playing poker for the next two hours. Which, that happened to me, like, the first time I played Red Dead 2. This is before I quit it because I realized, like, this game is going to waste my life or take so long to play. The first time you get a chance to play poker with, like, the priest or whatever, and I sat down and oh cleaned them out, and I'm <laughs> like, I, I gotta stay. <laughs> Dude, the funniest thing is you do not need to stay, but I also stayed and cleaned them out. Like, I had to. Which I feel like, like that one's probably scripted, right? Because I feel like I won too easily. I think, yeah, I think so. I think it's, I think it is like, since it's a story mission, I'm pretty sure it is kind of like skewed in your favor. Because I think even if you win, you don't like if you win all the money. I don't think you win that much money. It's not much. Like, yeah, it was not necessary for me to do that uh, at all. I don't know. Like that game, also sometimes I don't know how much you guys know about Hold'em, but like they will just give you. Like last night, I think I got like three gut shot straights from the river, and I'll need. What are you saying? Is this the King Dindian? Sounding like a Magic the Gathering combo. <laughs> <laughs> like it's wild, man. Like like I've like in real life, I've played more Hold'em than I have in Red Dead, and I've I've never gotten uh, dealt a straight on the river more than like twice in a night, you know. And then in that, it's like three, four times every session really so that's pretty interesting like for the record like i don't have any background in gambling besides you literally teaching me poker in like boy scout camp when we were i don't know 11 so that's like <laughs> as as far as my poker skills go besides playing uh uno on xbox live what what about black Niak? <laughs> okay but yeah i guess which is the that japanese uh fancy star online 2 game but it's just blackjack with cats. it's just blackjack 
but it's black black nyak yeah so you're speaking some gibberish right now um i'm sorry i don't like some people really like hold them but i really like also i cheat like the fucking dickens so in real life I think that's in the part game. of the game <laughs> in real life there's not a cheating mechanic in the game so that's probably why this you're getting fucked so much in the it. game like at one point somebody's got to flip the table and pull their pistol out right you know well, we always end the tournament with an obligatory knife fight. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of Red Dead, I had a Red Dead fucking random event happen to me in real life, like legitimately. Like you know oh, how when stranger? you're playing, yeah, Did like when you your horse. No, so <laughs> I I was I was like, hey, I was like, hey, baby, what do you think I should eat today? She's like, uh, Paige is like, uh, go eat Mexican food. I eat Mexican food and then I leave the Mexican restaurant right, and then I hear cars going really fast near me. I'm like, what the hell? And I I look. And right in front of the Mexican restaurant, like fucking, I could spit on these cars. They crashed into each other right in front of me. And then someone got out, the person that got crashed into you got out and they're like, you hit my fucking car. And then the guy went to reverse, drove around them, and then slammed into the side of their car and took t- part of their door <laughs> oh off. My God. And then took off. And then they took off after them. And I'm just standing there like, like, I, I was just flabbergasted, dude. I was like, I, I was like, should I be recording this? I was like, no, I don't really want to get involved. But then when they hit that car door, I was like, I fucking should have been recording this, dude. You should have. Dude, people are so weird when they, for some reason, when you get behind the wheel of a car, you turn into, like, the most prideful motherfucker on the planet. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're like, are you insulting me? You hit me? <laughs> you know who I am? For, like, it's personal. <laughs> Like, I think it's because it's probably because you're like hyper aware, right? Because you're like going super Paying fast. You're just, everything. You're like you're like monkey brain is like really aware that you could die at any second. So you're like on hyper <laughs> alert. Uh, oh man, something wild. The other day we had a guy come in and uh, he he was like, "Yeah, I was in a road rage incident." You know, he's like, "I got out, he got out, we tussled a little bit, and then uh, he bit a chunk out of my face." And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, hold on," because <laughs> he's wearing a mask, and I was yeah. like. I was like, Can you pull your fucking mask down for a second. And he does. And he's dude, this guy is missing a chunk the size of a half dollar out of his cheek. The fuck dude, is a half just, dollar? Like, like a quarter, but more. Yeah, it's like two twice Whoa. the quarter. <laughs> twice the quarter. <laughs> it's like I want that double quarter pounder. Just give me the half pounder, actually. I'm I'm on a diet. Dude, did you hear about what was the I think it was Burger King? Who was so someone had a third pound burger? But people didn't buy it because the quarter pound sounded bigger. Because a quarter pound is smaller than a third pound, but a, four a is bigger than three. Yeah, yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Third. Yeah. So people would see it at McDonald's. Then they sell like the premium burgers that were like a third pound, and they had like I think it was like when they had the Angus beef. Uh, was it like Swiss and was a mushroom Swiss and all that stuff? Like I'm talking like nine Disgusting. years ago <laughs> in McDonald's. Oh, wait a like second. back I when they had the chicken selects. Probably, yeah. yeah. Like I think McDonald's used to have sell a product like that. Yeah, no. I know. I was the guy that ate the stupid mushroom and Swiss burger from McDonald's. <laughs> for the record, Disgusting. I was in. I was in it. Well, you're an anti-mushroom yeah. hater. Yeah, anti. No, I'm a. I'm a either anti-mushroom or I'm a mushroom hater. I can't be both of those words in one because it's a double negative, Philip. Oh my bad. Which uh, before we get too far away, uh, one of my favorite little like shorts I keep seeing on Facebook now that I'm getting recommended so many traffic videos of traffic stops. Oh now I'm getting recommendations of like when people crash, someone will pull out their phone and like drive by and yell, you can't park there. Yeah. And, and, like, <laughs> like a, a fire yeah. hydrant or something. <laughs> and they're, like, they're always real pissed off. Yeah, it's so funny. 
I don't know. I don't know if you guys can tell, but I'm sick. I'm like really sick. Yeah, the wheezies. Yeah, something's going on. I probably got it from the concert I went to. Which, dude, same fucking day, right? Same day as that car accident that happened in front of me. Um, I went to the show. It was for Periphery. And their fucking power went out halfway through the set. And then repeatedly kept going out over and over again throughout the rest of their set. And it was so depressing. Switched to acoustic? Well, you couldn't hear it. All you could hear is the drums. And the bass's power didn't go out. So the bass and the drums. But you could not hear the singer at all. And, but there's this one song that they that they have called um ah, fuck what is it called I don't remember but uh so we were singing along and then the power went out again and then everyone was like you, all you could hear was the crowd suddenly it was like fucking super it was super fucking cool but it was really disappointing at the same time I just had a fucking crazy day you know what else happened on that fucking day dude what look you guys have to pray for mailmen around America right now okay so we all just got fucked recently all of our this is serious. You can cut all oh, this out. Fuck, mail is an M A I L. Mailman. Yeah, mailman. Gender politics all of a sudden? Are we getting political? <laughs> no. Fucking alpha male, man. Great. Now we're going to have to keep this in. But um, uh, so all of our hours just got cut, like everyone's hours. So we came, we came back in on Sat. We like came into work on Saturday and we got a piece of paper that was like, my piece of paper said, hey, you don't have days off anymore. And also, you're making eight hours less on your entire, on your, like, every, eight hours less every week for your entire, like, because I take, I get a salary, right? Yeah. So, essentially, so, essentially, I lost, like, $7,000, and now I'm working 16 extra hours for free, is essentially what they just did to me. And they've done that to everyone, like, because there, there are, like, people that have walked out, like, yesterday, and or not yesterday, it was Saturday, but, like, I've been fucking freaking the fuck out about that, dude. So I can you, you can either think about it one way, right? I either lost seven thousand dollars and I work for sixteen for free, or I lost like seventeen thousand dollars. Yeah, because of the sixteen that you're working for free now. Which both that of those things insane. just make me feel really, really bad. <laughs> Have you thought about organizing the workforce and possibly going on strike? Well, so that's the thing. We are un- we're our unions. I think they said that they were like going to do a class action against it or something, and. But people are already like walking out and stuff. So I'm really afraid when I go in tomorrow as of recording, uh, like it's going to be a shit show. Like people are going to be like freaking out and stuff like that. I mean, I wouldn't blame them. I'm freaked out too. But like the there's a lady next to me who's like 70 years old. She's like pretty close to retirement. And she lost like $28,000 off of her fucking off of her salary. Like there's some ladies there. There's another lady that's like, I'm never going to make even close to the money that I used to, that I was making before like even with all of the raises as i continue towards retirement i'm never i'm like fuck dude so i'm a little like off i'm a little loopy right now on top of being sick that's thinking about my financials right now all right you could cut all that i'm not cutting (laughs) i didn't get that off my fucking chest jp what else have you been playing or is that it uh let me see because i've been playing banner lord uh mordheim not the Anybody plays that. You know, I picked that up for a dollar on Steam like two weeks ago whenever I thought I was like right about to leave. I'm like, oh, is there anything on sale on Steam? And it was like 99% off or something like that for Mordheim on Steam. I'm like, I'll get that. Dude, I I mean, I, I played that game for like two hours at a time and then something ca- catastrophic will happen. Like I'll have a dude surrounded on three sides and then he'll kill all my guys. And then after the mission, they'll all like be permanently dead. And I'm like, all right, fuck this game. All right, listeners at home, for the record, this is a uh, tactic style like, um, what was the alien one? XCOM. XCOM, but in the Warhammer universe. 
So so worse. it has the the ninety nine percent sniper shot. You know, you're like looking right at him, like I'm gonna blow this alien's head off, and your sniper just misses completely. The alien turns around, spooks your sniper, so he turns around and blows the head off of your own teammate <laughs> next to him, and then sprints out <laughs> into the open where nine other alien snipers blow his head off, and this can all happen in a series of two turns, and you're like. Well, there goes 40 minutes of me basically slowly positioning my guys just for this to be completely ruined. Reload last save, save, I guess. Scum. Yeah, fuck yeah, that. Save, fuck scum. that shit. <laughs> All right, so games I've been playing. Uh, Epistory with Typing Chronicles, which is a typing game. I put in about maybe four hours at this point. I got it for free on the uh, Unreal Store or Epic Store. And this game is like really good. Nave, you would you would really like this game. I wish you would start oh, playing that. free games. Yeah. Because what is it called? Uh, Epistory. Is it on the Steam? Probably. The whole premise is you are a... It's a typing game, so it's teaching you to type faster. But this game is, like, brutal. Like, it is not a learning-to-type game. This is a game for people that already know how to type that want to type faster, I guess. Because I have died multiple times, and I'm a pretty fast typer. But I'm out there, like... It feels like DJ Max Respect when you're just, like, drumming on the <laughs> keyboard. Like, bada, 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 bada. And meanwhile, Jan is like, what are you doing? As I'm, like, sitting in the floor downstairs on the laptop, just typing vigorously. Yeah, it's words, like your fucking... What's his name from... Uh, what is The Shining? <laughs> <laughs> much like you're just going to town everyone just kind of looks nervous around me as i'm just typing all these words and it's so i don't know it just has such a great vibe to it because it's once again uh in the style child in dark world but you're a girl riding a fox and basically you're going around like collecting elements in this paper craft world and then like these corrupted monsters just erupt from the paper and come to kill you and you die in one hit so you're like adc hiding them as you switch from like strafe mode to type mode with like the space bar like lets you like switch back and forth so you gotta like switch run out there type uh llama fire goose goose like you just like type real fast (laughs) and then you like gotta like strafe again as you're just like kiting enemies around the map but there's so many points where it's like you need to collect energy to power up this thing so you can't move you just have to stand in the circle as a horde of enemies slowly approach you and you're just like typing as fast as you can and it gets to a point where you have like multiple types of ammunition so you have to do a weapon switching mechanic where like you have a fire weapon or an ice weapon. So you have to type ice in between the words that you're typing normally. And some enemies are immune to fire. Some are immune to ice. Ice freezes them. Fire does more damage. And so you are like aggressively like min maxing your typing in your head <laughs> while you're playing it. And I'm like, it is like so hard, but I'm, I'm trying to beat it. I'm having a great really time cool. with it. Like it's got that paper mache aesthetic kind of like tear away, but it yeah. looks a lot prettier. Because Sierra was designed for the PS Vita. There's like a narrative element too, where you have like a uh, a Thomas was a low narrator going over the top of it, and it's like really sad and depressing because it's like also. Oh, so it's more getting, like Bastion. Yeah, it's like Bastion. It's just like that. Only the narrative is coming from your character, I think, half the time. So it's like the story is like, oh, the girl goes into the forest and she feels the branches reaching out for her skin, trying to rip and tear her apart. But she knows she needs to like there's that part. And then it's like and then the girl thought to herself, I'm sorry, like, I'm sorry, I lost you or no, I will save you. Or like and it's like, who am I trying to save? Like, I don't know at this point, but like it's slowly feeding you story elements like that. And I'm I'm in it 100 percent. I, you know, so I think I talked about this on the show a long time ago, but somebody blew my fucking mind about like the Metro series, Metro 2033 and then uh, Last Light. This doesn't apply to the last one, but uh, you never hear Artyom talk, right? So, but in the between levels, you, you get a narration that's like in the form of a journal 
So yeah, it, you assume it's like Artyom talking to you, right? But then someone was like, what if that's someone who found the journal? Because you never hear Artyom talk, right? So yeah. it could be just some random guy reading Artyom's journal and you're just reliving like, his imagination. And I was like, like holy fuck. Yeah. But that's not it. The third game. <laughs> it's obviously not it. You know what? Actually, I haven't been playing something else. I'm sorry. Uh, Get in there. Salt and Sacrifice. Yeah. My buddy Adam forced me to play that. Uh, have you guys played it? No, uh, I think I mentioned it for the pod before. This is like, is it the first game or second game? Is there a sequel? I believe it is the second one. Yeah. Like, I know these I like like it. co-op games, but I've not got into them. Wait, they're co-op? It's, yeah. Oh. It's it's pretty fun. We had we had a lot of fun with it, except I'm like, okay, I, I, I kind of suck. I guess it two <laughs> side scrollers. Yeah, dude, that's my fucking problem. And then uh, he's like a hyper mid max fucking sweaty guy, but and so he's like pretty much carrying us through every boss fight while I'm dead. It, it was a lot of fun though, because I was shit house for the whole thing. But yeah, yeah, you guys should play it. It's fun. Well, speaking of shit house through all things, this goes right into my backlog buster. The next game I finished was Cluster Truck. Are you guys familiar Gross. with this one? I know Nave has played it. Yeah. I, I checked and I'm like, hey, have, have any of my friends played it? Because I'm like, how long did it take me to beat this game? It took me like four hours and 30 minutes over yeah. months. It's really short. Wait, over what? months. Yeah. Like where I would just play like one level a day and then move on with my life. And Nave, you only put in like 10 minutes of this game and never went back. Yeah. I was like, uh, I was like, this is fun. And then 10 minutes later, I was like, all right, this is old. And then I just stopped playing it. It is a super meat boy style platformer, but in a like 3d environment where you're jumping on the back of trucks as they just drive through different environments. And have you yeah. played it at all? Oh man, I should make you play it. It's it kind of so like hard. super hot where the trucks always like go through the same path and like yeah. explode the same way and stuff like I mean, that. So you just have to memorize it. Oh man, it's it's probably the same kind of cell style too, or cell shading style. But it's so funny because the trucks are always honking at each other, and you see your engines running as you are like platforming like crazy across all the backs of these trucks. Here, I want to I want to show you some footage from it, dude. Do you this? You remember those fucking game, those custom games from Proteus, Philip? Yeah, yeah. The uh, I don't remember what they were called though. I don't remember either. But there was it was just cluster truck where you're just jumping along the side. The top and you just got to jump trucks. to the goal. That's easy, right? It's okay. just yeah, yeah. The problem is like once you get to hell, it just gets really hard. <laughs> yeah, because all of these stupid fucking indie games, you have to go to hell and fight the really hard fucking levels. The thing is though, I've been stuck on the devil, which is the last level, for forever. I thought I thought like literally retired this game on my backlog because I'm like I'll never beat it. It's way too hard. But then I think I had like one and a half uh, vodka can drinks. I forgot what they're called the the watermelon drivers. No, oh, no. Uh, wine coolers. White Claw. Yeah, it was like White Claw pretty much. White Claw. It I had like two like of those claw, and Jan was like, oh, you going to play Closer Truck? And I'm like, you know what? Maybe I will. I got in there. <laughs> I did like 10 attempts and I beat it. I'm like, that wasn't hard at all. Why was I like, so I'm wondering, does alcohol actually make you better at video games? It, well, it, I think it like makes you kind of, I don't know, like your your mindset changes a little bit. Like instead of being so fucking locked in, you're a little more like, well, that's the that's the opposite for me. Like when I so I'll play Rainbow Six Siege and I'll be drinking, and the the more I drink, the better I get until a point where I'm no longer getting better and I'm getting actually exponentially worse. But um, the sweet the sweet but that's button. a that's something that I really really I think I don't know if it's an ADHD thing, but I get really zeroed in whenever I start drinking, and if I can like maintain like a specific blood alcohol level and not go over that point, 
But like it's the same way. Like if I go out with my friends to the bars and I go play darts or pool or whatever, the more I drink, the better I get, and I start smoking motherfuckers, and then suddenly I I can't walk, like <laughs> like because I'm trying to maintain, but it's it's impossible. We've got a 35 minute window for me to clean all you guys up. Yeah. <laughs> Who's looking yeah. to lose? I got the fire in me. Like hurry, hurry, hurry! Take your turn. Do your turn. Anyways, I thought I thought I'm like man, I'm all of a sudden good. And then today I picked up Super Meat Boy again because I still haven't finished Super Meat Boy and I cleared like a world and a half not drinking. I just beat him today just uh, just playing the game. And I'm like, what's wrong with me? Am I getting good at games finally after all these years? We're supposed to be atrophying, aren't we? I know, Are we getting, I think old? I'm We're getting old? The, uh, it makes me think of, what is it? Uh, Mile High Club in Modern Warfare 1. You remember that? Yeah, where it was like I could I was like this is impossible I fucking hate this I can't do it and then the first time I beat it I went and I beat it for like eight other people and got them the achievement too it was back in high school and I was like oh I can just do this now like I don't know what happened but there was some kind of switch yeah well that's the thing so I've been playing I've been practicing guitar a lot recently and I just recently I've been trying to do this thing called a pinch harmonic for like maybe a year it's really weird and unintuitive and hard because it requires you to pluck a string and then tap your finger in one motion. Pluck the string, tap your finger on the string in a specific spot on your guitar, which is in different spots for every guitar because every guitar is different, right? And it makes the – it's the sound, like the fucking squealy sound. You know what I mean? Oh, yes, the slipknot sound. Yeah. Well, yes, yes, that's right. They do that a lot. And so I randomly – just learn i i wasn't even trying to do it and i was playing uh heart-shaped box by nirvana and you know the dun, dun, bow, dun, dun, bow. i was doing pinch harmonics on that that fucking part on the g string and i was like oh my god i just i don't i wasn't even trying to learn just a, a switch flipped in my head and suddenly i know how to do pinch harmonics they're still hard i can't do them consistently but i don't know what that phenomenon is i don't know maybe there's something in the water yeah turning all the frogs believe in yourself it's all about belief, which uh, I still believe I'm going to finish my 100 games this year. Cluster Truck was number 32. I'm chugging along. Yeah, thank God you were fucking going hard on the paint the first two months. I know, because like I'm like, man, I need to clear it. Like, it's only 52 weeks in a year. I need to clear at least two games a week. Usually it's our weekly game, and then I just got to do one on the side. But a lot of the games we've been doing don't actually count, or I, I wouldn't count them. But we're trying, <coughs> or I'm trying. That it's so funny how la- how our dynamic completely sw- flipped, like from last year, where now you're indie trash, Philip, and I'm just like playing <laughs> like a dragon only, like <laughs> just doing nothing else, or like Resident Evil and, and Dead Space and Callisto. Per- I'm like playing the biggest games and nothing else, and Philip's like, this game's a typing game, and <laughs> yeah, I'm, <laughs> playing, I'm playing a truck platformer. <laughs> All right, uh, Nate, what did you buy this week? Nothing. Bunch of cool oh. t-shirts. I bought the cool t-shirt at the at the show. Hey, you got you, where's your Anya hoodie? Oh, JP, do you watch fucking Spy Family? No, he doesn't watch no. animes. I figured he probably didn't. It's what? over. Do oh, I, do you want to see it? Hold on. Let me show Absolutely. Wait, do I look like somebody who doesn't watch anime? I don't know. What? <laughs> listener, listener, write in and uh, write in and let us know if JP looks like someone who watches anime. <laughs> yeah. Hey, wait. Is there a visual okay. component to this? There is not. No. Yeah, see, that's a great hoodie. <laughs> Look at this. Like, so it's it's asymmetrical too. So it's got this word on it, and then on this arm, it's got her fucking her Chimera. stuffed animal. Yeah, yeah, dude. So that's the back, and then the front just says "spy family." It's a great hoodie. It's a fucking awesome hoodie. And what's what's unfortunate? I don't know if I said this already, but I ordered this. I didn't know where it was from, but it was from Japan. And 
or it was from somewhere in Asia. It might have been China or something. But the the point is, is that their large is a lot smaller than American large. So this thing is a little small on me. But as long as I'm not trying to reach for something on the top shelf at Walmart, <laughs> no, it'll, you know, it'll be all right. Yeah. But it makes me feel really bad. I almost – it's such a good hoodie that I almost want to buy another one in extra large and then just give this to like a friend. Yeah. It's an easy gift right there. Just find someone slightly smaller than you and say, you hey, do you, do you like pink? <laughs> like listeners, I, it's hard to describe. But like I – so my friend Dontre saw this hoodie and he was like – he hates this show because he hates like cute girls doing weird things. You know what I mean? That kind of anime. And so – he was like, that hoodie is, I would wear that. Like, I don't even like that show, but this hoodie's so fucking cool. Like, it looks really good. And it's like polyester, so it's like, you can get rained on and stuff. It's like actually, it's not like cotton or anything like that. All right, anyways. Nice. That's what Nave bought. And speaking of what I bought, sadly, Nave, we did not win the bid on the rock band. We were robbed, actually. I fucking figured. I, like, as soon as people catch wind of that shit, JP, what, if you had to guess, how much does rock band, does rock band equipment cost? Like, how much does one drum set from Rock Band? Just give it a guess. Yes, give, give a guess. us a guess. Well, I remember, like, back in the day when they came out with the one with the goofy symbols. No, it was, the like, a, a hundred bucks. So, like... How much do you think just those like, symbols? I don't know, 50 bucks. 50 bucks? Like 50 bucks. Now? Those symbols are, like, $400. What? Why? They the drum set is, like, 350 like the worst version of it? No. Well, no, the okay. I, I don't... Wait, no, I think he's thinking of the Guitar Hero Live. I mean, the uh, Guitar Hero World Tour, World you know, War. where it had five buttons and one of them was a dedicated. That is a shitty drum set. We're talking about like the rock band one. Oh, shit. OK, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about now. So wait, that stuff's like worth money now. Dude, it's worth yes. so much money. Do you got any? Oh, I might. I honest to God might have some. If you have, if you have an Xbox 360 one with a wire that, you, you know, with the because the Xbox 360 one's plugged in with a USB, those things are like $200, $300 because people are playing this thing called Clone Hero, which is just a modded guitar hero on PC that has every song you could ever fucking think of and all for free. So it's dear a free game. At home, if you're not keeping up with the saga, last week, uh, Jana noticed someone in the local San Antonio area was selling, I think it was PlayStation 3 version of Rock Band 4 on disc with the drums, a mic, and the guitar for like 30 bucks. And we were like, the fool! He doesn't know what he has! So Jana, you know, religiously followed this auction. You know, <laughs> basically like maintaining right point. It made it up to $70 was the final price. But for whatever reason, like she put in a bid right at the last minute and so did another guy and even though they both have the time stamps for the the final end they like they said that Coin he flip. got it first yeah it basically came down to one or the other sexism that's what i don't know systematic like, sexism yes they didn't stop her from messaging the guy loki he'd be like Look, <laughs> I got she went out of her way yeah <laughs> But we were robbed, dear listeners at home. We did not get it, and very uh, sad. Like, well, she—I'm not that really worried about it. But she was like into it. She was like hungry for it. And I'm, we don't even have a PlayStation. But yeah, maybe but that that's the thing the- that you could sell. You can just. Tr- I, I wonder if you could just trade the PS. Well, no, that would be hard. But I bet you could sell those PS4 guitar and drums, and then just buy with that money the Xbox ones. I think the Xbox ones are a lot more expensive than the PlayStation ones because. Hmm. Well, no, actually, I have no basis for that. That's just a, that's just a gut feeling. But um, yeah, you you could have sold that stuff for sure. So very sad. So there's a there's a place south of town called Trader's Village. It's like 
a 30 acre flea market. Is I, that the Mexican one? Yes. Yeah, we've been there. You could probably find one there. Mm, I don't know. Do you think they got a lot of uh, like actual video game trash? Besides eight they've, copies of Madden 06? They've got every kind of trash you could think of. I imagine they've got the trash that you're looking for. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, every now and then I go to Goodwill and I just look around. But it's I mean, like the lottery, finding something like that. And I always end up finding a Guitar Hero controller, but it's always like a PlayStation 2 one. I'm just like, okay, this is worthless to me. I mean, you could buy the PlayStation 2 one and like you can modify it so that it works. But that's a lot of work. You have to like you have to like fuck with the wires and solder. And, solder and I'm like, yeah. no. Fuck that. And I don't use my soldering kit that often, but maybe maybe this is the time. All right. So that covers uh, Rock Band News. Now, dear listener at home. Sad news. Zencaster, the platform we are currently recording on, has gone premium. So at this point, we're being charged a ridiculous eighteen to twenty dollars each month just to maintain this pod. So this is where we're going to beg you for money for the Patreon. To thank our current patrons, Insane Cracker, Nigga Knight, Hopple, Michael Superbacker, and the Intergalactic Pinecone. Without you boys, we would be uh working at a deficit. So if you want to hear more great content for us at a more consistent quality, how about you go and support our patron? This point, we really do need your help. Why aren't you part of the Patreon, JP? Yeah, why aren't you supporting us? You've been on two episodes now. I, I am. You? No, you're not. Which one of you? These people are you? Who do you think Hopal is? No, you're not. <laughs> you're Hopal? <laughs> no. <laughs> Fucking plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we've interacted with Hopal a lot, and I'm pretty sure he's European. Yeah, no, man. I, <laughs> I don't uh, know from what he is uh, European. I, I, you guys are. Like too steep on your Patreon. Too steep. I think there's like the lowest one's a dollar, two dollars or something Golly. like that. How's a man supposed to oh my afford biscuits with a one dollar Patreon subscription? JP, did you know that we provide at least an <laughs> hour and a half a week of content? And me and Abe, we, we got something going on where right. we're trying to do some more bonus episodes with uh, either mm-hmm. listening together or we have an idea of another show, something involving animals. We haven't really figured it out yet, but we're working on it. I support the show. I, I listen to it. I listen to all your episodes. Oh, yeah. Name one episode. <laughs> yeah. Name yeah. 10 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I, li- well, I mean, I listen to ones that, like, I don't, I've never even played the game and I don't care about, like the Final Fantasy one. Mm. Which Final Fantasy one? I don't know. They all blend you together. He's talking about 700 the, of them. The listening together. Stranger in Paradise. That one. No, it wasn't. You listened to, <laughs> you listened to the listening together one. Uh, uh, okay right depending right. on how this one goes i might become a patreon wait what is your what is your like highest patreons how do i get on this list oh no this is the list of everyone even the the two dollar ones which i think most of these people are what is the highest patreon you have uh michael superbacker who's been that. with us for like over a year at this point maybe almost like two years let me see yeah he's the realist because i will go one dollar over that guy I don't think you're allowed to do that. No, <laughs> I think uh, it's just like you said, caps. Like uh, the highest. Are you saying no to my money? Yeah. Okay. So there, our highest tier, the God Co-op Partner tier, is a hundred and forty dollars a month. I'm don't not do doing that. that one. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> I put that one in there just for fun. Like, yeah, I remember when uh, the the one dollar tier. I think I don't know how much how much do you get actually. Like, how much does Patreon take out? They take like a quarter out. So we, yeah. for the $1 tier, we only get like 75 cents, which I get like some people only want to do a dollar and I'm fine with that. But uh, even when you choose like the $1 tier, Patreon's like, 
yo bros you probably shouldn't put this one in here because it's not going to be worth your time like it like physically warns you but i'm like look some people only want to give a dollar or something like that yeah. and yeah. It, everything helps yeah like we actively use the money and now we're actively using it to pay for the service remind so, me neighbor not i'll uh i'll Vinyamo you it or whatever it's facebook cash apple itunes dollar bills dollar dollar what, bills y'all what if you uh what if you made your lowest one a two dollar subscription well we already have people like, at one dollar that's the yeah. thing but i mean like you know whenever they're clicking the one dollar if it just wasn't there and it was a two dollar i don't think that's going to turn that many people away you know you know we could get real scummy with it and we could call it the the one dollar tier but it's actually a five dollar tier <laughs> <laughs> just to catch people off to see who yeah, just, just who's just, reading just get them really good like yes i want to continue paying for this whenever they try to like unsubscribe <laughs> it's like yes i do not want to unsubscribe what's the yeah like you gotta oh, double speak yeah. it almost but you gotta get it you've been playing atomic heart you gotta get your inner yeah. capitalist going inner capitalist you are the bourgeois now we are the means of production <laughs> all right so oh we have sound effects now <laughs> yes we do yeah, that's part of that's a premium feature that we didn't ask for. Thank you, Zencaster. <laughs> yeah, I just want to record. I just want to record my podcast, Zencaster. All right, so that's our Patreon segment. Thanks, boys. We can do without you, literally. Next up, Nave, what's on the Twitter? Nothing. I forget. I'm okay. back in the. I'm back in my in my uh, comfort zone of forgetting everything. And with that, let's take a quick break, and then we'll hit our meat. Music plays. Boom, 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 boom. Right, do you need a break? Use the bathroom. Need to get another beer. Yeah. Philip, look at this. You want to grab me one too while you're down there? Yeah, you want a ying one? Sure, yings. Look at that. Sure, thank you. Also, you want to meet Paige? Sure. She's just in the back fucking lurking. Dude, so we were trying to get her account on there, but she didn't remember her password. And oh, so no. I was like, we'll do it through the phone because she's having a hard time texting on the Xbox, right? Because people aren't like me who grew up messaging people mid match all the time, like in Halo and shit like that. Yeah. And, um, I, dude, the iPhone, how do you fucking use it, dude? there's nothing wrong with it's disgusting dude no so i typed it so it's like simple vibe no i went into safari right well don't use safari first off well that's what i said i was like don't you have like chrome or something now she's like no i just use safari i'm like oh my god and so i started remember all your passwords i went into safari i typed in as like microsoft.com slash link right and that's how you like link your account or whatever and uh it was like google microsoft.com slash inc slash ink not link and so when i clicked on it it was like ink for the future and i was like what the fuck is this and so i was like how where's the url i could not find the url it's at the bottom of the phone bottom why in what fucking world oh and the the more annoying thing is whenever you go to your pages it literally just puts them in a wall so you have to like scroll through each file individually to figure out which page you wanted to go to i hate stupid uh what's the built-in one safari Safari, yeah, I hate Safari. Like the Chrome app is so much better. It puts all your pages in little boxes, and I think yeah. you can even like group them. So, which I never close my pages. So I have like nine hundred tabs open. <laughs> <laughs> every time Jana like needs to check something real quick, she'll like log in. She'll be like, "Why do you have everything open?" And I'm like, "Well, it's not actually open. You know, it's just like saving the link in case I need to go back to it real quick." Have or you ever like, heard of a cache? Ram? Oh my god. <laughs> If anything, it's just caching the web page. It doesn't keep any yeah. of the data saved, you know? What were you we saying? Oh, yeah. So I would I went into the link, and it was like – because it kept taking – so I was just like Microsoft.com. That's what I Googled. 
And then I was like, I went into the link and I just typed in link at the end and it took me back to fucking Google. Like, what is the URL for if not to type the whole goddamn address in and go directly to a web page? Why are you taking me to Google? I mean, did you put all the whole HTTP forward slash whatever? Yes. In there? Yes. It, it just took me to it would take me to Microsoft.com slash Inc. And I'm like, what in the fuck is happening? It took me like it took me like 15 minutes to just get her to the damn thing. We could have probably guessed her password on the Xbox, like with the controller at that point. Oh man. I was like, Classic. I was dude, I was so close. I was like, this is gonna be the first time she's gonna see me freak the fuck out. I'm about to freak <laughs> the fuck out. Like, I hate this fucking phone. I'll lose it. <laughs> yeah. Dave, question. Do you like mm. ministry? It's okay. My mom likes ministry more than I do. I got a couple songs on Rock Man. But I don't think they're very. I don't think they're the like popular ones. I don't know why they did that. Which which ones are the popular? Yeah, name them right now. I don't. I don't think of the band you don't listen to. I was like, shit. I don't think any of them is popular. <laughs> Man, let me see. Kinda, let me Google the rock band ones. I was kind of trying to make Philip feel bad because he was like, ah, these guys are trash. I only listen to good music for the I, record. I have not found an ally. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> this uh, Stigmata, Jesus Built My Hot Rod. I think that one has, is popular, actually. Oh, I know Jesus Stigmata, Built My Hot Rod. Yeah, uh, lies, like, lies, okay. lies, and Thieves. That's the one you physically showed me last time I was at your house. Yeah. Yeah, so I have Great. Stigmata and Lies, Lies, Lies. I didn't know that Jesus Built My Hot Rod was available. It probably isn't available anymore. But I hate those two songs. I'm like, these songs suck. But then my mom showed me like five other songs. I'm like, okay, this band isn't actually that bad. It's just these songs particularly suck. Like, I don't yeah, know why. For some here. Reason, like their most popular stuff is like the not the stuff that I think is like their best. But I don't know. Industrial metal is kind of like hit or miss anyway. So it's like, uh, Do, it all sounds like it was recorded in a fucking trash can. Do last, Mitch. And all that. What are you guys drinking? Dr. Peppers? No, these are Yinglings, uh, Yinglings, traditional lager, the the original amber beer, uh, something about America. Yeah, fuck yeah, Texas. I just Brewed I just started Texas. drinking. Uh, I've been drinking Black Rifle coffee for a little while because my friend Dontre really recommends them, and I I was drinking the medium ones, and I'm starting to run out. So I went to the grocery store and I got dark just to see if that's any better, like if I like that more. And wow, is dark coffee like? Uh, <laughs> it's so fucking bitter. Yeah, it's just more bitter coffee. It just yeah, it's the IPA. Like flavor. It's pretty I got good. A bunch of like free black black rifle stuff. Like right when I was getting out, they gave us like freaking probably seven grand worth of fucking free coffee. They just dropped it off at our unit. Like, really? Yeah. Well, I've seen them on base. They were handing out free samples at the gas station last time I went by. Just full bags of coffee. They were like, "Who wants Jesus. some?" And I'm like. Well, I guess I'm here for the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing, because I think it's military-owned, right? And the, the one that I got, it's called... Uh, let me look. It's called Freedom Fuel. Oh, my It's God. got a soldier on it, yeah. <laughs> They've so, all got, like, the most ridiculous names. But, yeah, yeah they are... Uh, it's all veteran-owned. They were started by a bunch of uh, ex-Delta Force guys. They're pretty cool dudes. I think Matt Best is uh, the dude who's, like, majority owner. But is that the lead singer of My Chemical Romance? I, I do not know. That's uh, <laughs> what's it? Uh, Garrett? Gerard Way. Yeah, that's it. The guy that made Umbrella Academy. Wait, what? He made so Umbrella Academy? Yeah, he wrote night. the comics. Yeah, and he writes can comics he now. Anything else up in his life? What? You didn't like Umbrella Academy? <laughs> I also don't like My Chemical Romance. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Just all the spicy takes here. 
I don't like comics at all. I'm going to give swirlies to all comic fans. Oh my God. Since we're talking (laughs) about the military, uh, tell your story about the, um, when you were deployed in the training in California or whatever with the, uh, the guys that would get the things with the fingers. You know what I'm talking about? What in God's name are you talking about? Okay. So oh, you talked about bacon fingers? Yeah, bacon fingers. <laughs> oh, right. Because I, I wanted to talk about this on the pod, but I didn't want to screw it up. So explain bacon fingers to us. Uh, so I was uh, I was attached to a combined arms unit. And so we had infantry and we had uh, tankers, right? And I was attached to a tank company for a while in Korea. And uh, the inside of Abrams, the loader where he sits, there's like a ammo-like rack where all the shells are. Kind of. I played World side. of Tanks. Oh my god! And it yeah. and it is fucking for some reason in the loading process it will like lift up just high enough for you to get your fingers underneath it and not notice it, and then like so they'd just be sitting there and not know their fingers were under it, and the ammo rack would just drop and flatten their fucking fingers, and then nice. their fingers would look like strips of bacon. So we coined the term bacon fingers. That's incredible. I thought Never about mind. that so much after I left your house. <laughs> you told me that really? <laughs> yeah. That's like it's one like, of my biggest fears. Like that's the thing they tell you about in uh in aircraft maintenance. Like they show you all your your all the hands and fingers getting degloved. They're like, do not wear rings, do not stick your fingers inside the jet engine. You will not get them back. <laughs> like there's all this they just, they just show you skeletal hands of a dude will like pull his hand out and he's just got like shreds of meat hanging off of bones on his hand. And I'm about to throw up in the classroom and then they're like, yeah, you will die and you will lose your hands. And they're like, do not use high pressure when you fill up aircraft tires. And they look over and they see like a hubcap exploded, cut a dude in half. And his bottom half is turned a <laughs> meatloaf. His top half is just like sailed across the room. And it's like this titanium alloy, you know, rim got split in half because the tire literally exploded from using high pressure air, which this is like, for pneumatic charging of like units, not for airing up tires. This is like high, high pressure. God. One time when we were in Korea, uh, our vehicles, they have a fire suppression system, which is like halogen or whatever. Yeah. And uh, these dudes were changing it out and they were carrying it. It's like a really big fire extinguisher cylinder and they like fucking dropped it or something. Oh. <laughs> and, and it just took off and turned into a missile. And so like, I'm just sitting out back of our track, you know, just trying to dodge work and stuff. And uh, I just hear this loud, like, boom. And then, you know, I, I walk over there and there's these two dudes laid out. And I was, oh my God. I was just like, I was like, what, what are you guys doing? Because <laughs> I didn't know they were fucked up. Like, because it, it's not like they were like blood and shit everywhere. They just both got knocked the fuck out. Like one dude broke his arm and another dude broke his leg. But they were both just like on the ground. I was like, what are you guys doing? What the fuck is that noise? <laughs> so you look, was there any foam or anything? Or just the gas that already escaped? No, like it, I thought there was going to be like stuff in the air. Yeah. But no, it was just, I didn't even, I don't even know where the canister was. It went. got used. It got used up when it shot across the fucking whole world. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, in someone's yard, their little dog's walking by and a huge <laughs> fire extinguisher just crashes down. I'm like, no, my dog. <laughs> Not Billy. Uh, but that was the first time I got to do uh, sutures on somebody. RPA let us. Let it's me pretty do wild. I don't think I've ever anything happened that wild in my career. I know I've had when I was back, dumb airman first class Philip. Uh, <laughs> so we use liquid oxygen on the planes because that's like the easiest way to store oxygen whenever you need a lot of it. Is it? Well, I don't say easy, but it's like the most efficient way to store. I'll take your word for it. Why do you need to store oxygen when there's oxygen everywhere, Philip? Oh, my God. What a fool. He doesn't understand airplanes. 
See, Dave, when you get up high, there's actually less air. <laughs> what? Like, I really didn't know that. Less air pressure. In so the is that why the... you just drink the air? Whoa, you, you fucking crazy. You, you, just... <laughs> you, know how cold, you know how cold liquid oxygen is? There's like, God, I can't breathe. Oh, go, 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 go. No. <laughs> it, it's funny because it's like clear and white stuff. It makes me think of like the goop from like Jack and Dexter or something like that. Like, I don't remember which one, but there was definitely goop at some point. There's like glowing blue electric and it like sizzles when it gets on the air because it's evaporating into the air. But at one point, it's so cold. It's like negative 2,000, or not 2,000, like 273 degrees Fahrenheit or something crazy like that, or Celsius. I don't even know. Really cold. So we plug it into the plane, but it needs to vent because as you put it in the tank, it's also like uh, going into the atmosphere, like trying to, what's it called? Evaporating in the tank. And so it starts getting too much pressure. And so like we don't want it to get overpressurized. So we have to vent it out of the side. And so it just like gushes out. Anyways, it was particularly humid in Florida one day and not that warm. And the valve froze open. And so I'm just standing there as, you know, a dumb little airman, not knowing what to do as so many gallons of liquid oxygen is just pouring out. And the problem with liquid oxygen is it's super flammable. It is like a, a major hazard. It's also very destructive. If you get it on your hands or anything, you will lose your skin because it will instantly freeze. Like it is like, Really not a good time to interact with this stuff. But I'm in like a full bunny suit, like hazmat suit, like super protected cotton overalls and everything. And I'm just watching this gush out. And meanwhile, I'm like, I'm the only one out here. <laughs> I gotta look around and I'm just watching. So I, ended up, I think I vented the whole tank. And then I got back in there like, oh, baby, you dumbass. <laughs> good times. It's like, what do you want me to do? Fucking breathe on it? Yeah, I'm like, out. literally there's something to do. And it's like, we look at the job guide and it recommends Pouring warm water on it might solve it. But then after that, it's just like, I don't know, bud. There's you, there's no. Did you not have your Air Force issued warm, warm water? water? No, I did not. Pocket? God, good times. Or yeah. God, we're supposed to like, of course, that's like breathing oxygen too. So it's supposed to be like cleaned. Like you're supposed to clean the valves each time. So there's no impurities in it. We were out of the, the cleaner agent for like a year and a half. And finally QA comes by and they're like, hey, we're going to do an inspection for you. And I'm like, Oh, no problem, dude. Come on over. Inspect me. I'm good. I've been doing this for a while. I'm now senior airman, baby. You know, I've leveled up. And they're like, hey, where's your cleaning agent? And I'm like, oh, I don't have it. And they're like, fail. <laughs> so then I have to report. I had to report back to the like my command staff saying like why I did not do it. And I reported back. I'm like, we don't have the cleaning agent. And they're like, oh, how long have we been out of it? And I'm like, a very long time. And then they were like, hold on a second. They checked every unit on base. No one had the cleaning agent. So the whole, like five different aircraft squadrons have all been violating tech data, basically, you know, beating quality assurance back by just not doing this step of purifying this air for months. And they, I ended up not getting in trouble or anything. They were like, okay, <laughs> so you're good. Everybody got in yeah, it turns out we all suck. It's not just you. And I'm like, thank you. I'm glad we all came to this agreement. So is this going to stay in the pod? Yeah. I don't know. Yes, if, if I probably. feel like it, probably. Whatever. We're back. Or we I was not scrolling back? Twitter and way back to you know bacon fingers. I wanted to. I've been wanting to say this for a minute now. Uh, the uh, I was scrolling Twitter and there's this guy. There's a shark like attached to a boat. Like got, that got hooked on something or like the anchor or something. I don't know what happened, but he was trying to like get the anchor off and the shark spun around and bit his fingers off. And I was like. 
and I was thinking what do you about do that at that point. Like, like, it, like it, like grabbed his hand and then did the fucking alligator death roll. Oh my god! And the guy was just like, he's like, oh, he got my fingers. Fuck! And then he just walked away. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> that was literally it. He just, like, oh, they got my fingers. Fuck! And I'm like, I, I would be, I don't know what I would do. Like, I'd be yeah, way I'd be, more upset than that. I would make sure that that shark died, though. I'd be like, you know. <laughs> and then I pulled out my nine. And like, started fired into the water. With my started no blasting. Yeah. No, it, I've seen videos like that where people will grab a shark, but they'll grab it, like, behind the top fin. And it's like, those motherfuckers can bend themselves, like, Completely all the way back. in half and still get your forearm. So it's like, man, you got to get up, like, on top of the head like a snake, I guess. Which didn't don't sharks have like rough skin anyways or something like that? I thought if you like touched them, it would like cut your hands or something. Yeah, it's real like uh, I've never felt one, but I got a lot of buddies who uh, touch a lot of sharks. <laughs> well, they fish for shark down in a four day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that's what they say. You got to wear gloves and stuff. Well, fuck them. And the whole every every single comment was like white people are stupid. It, like fuck around and find out. And I'm like. <laughs> They're like, why the fuck would you touch a shark? I'm like, is it, it's clearly bleeding and attached to the boat. Like, it's clearly stuck. Like, I, why is everyone so fucking stupid? How long ago was this post? Two days ago. And I'm like, everyone's so... No one's mentioning that the fucking shark is clearly a- attached and he's trying to, like, dislodge it from the boat. I mean, I don't like fish, for the record. Like, I hate fish. In general, like birds. I don't like birds either. Another animal... <laughs> There's a list of all the animals I don't like. Birds, uh, fish... Uh, Ants. Uh, Ants are fucking else? terrible. Bugs in uh, general. Yeah, bugs in general. Let's go bugs. Uh, flying bugs as well, like uh, hornets or bees. I'll never I forget. Maybe that falls under the bug category, but I don't know. It's for the re- spiders. I hate them as well. Uh, you know, if I was president, the first thing I would do is get all of our nuclear arms into different places in the ocean and set them all off at once and just uh, evaporate the ocean. <laughs> 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 just fucking kill them all. I hate them. We're going to find out what's in that trench. Yeah, dude, for sure. There's a fucking alien home base inside of the Marianas Trench. I'll never forget, like, back in Scouts, when we were, like, me and JP were in Scouts together, for the record, you're listening at home, and we were, like, 12 or something, and I remember we had, like, an older Scout dude. I don't remember his name. But there was, like, a dead gar on the side of the lake where we were camping, and we're like, yo, this fish stinks, and he's like, I'll take care of it. And so he found, like, a piece of trash, like a, a clothes hanger, or a cloth hanger, or something like that, and he picked it up, and he tried to throw it out there, and the fit dead fish whopped around, or, like, wrapped around, and its teeth hit him in the chest and ripped his shirt and just cut him, like, nipple to nipple across <laughs> his chest as his gar flops into the water, and we are like, that happened. Dude, gars are fucking horrifying, man. I'm I'm scared of them because so my dad uh, my uh, my grandfather would take me jug fishing right, which is just he puts jugs out the jugs, and then the next yeah. day they come back and we check the jugs to see if anyone ate. Wait, is this an Oklahoma thing? You think they do this yes. in other places? Oh, they do it. I doubt. I doubt it. It sounds maybe really lo- maybe Louisiana, Louisiana. really Louisiana. Yeah, <laughs> just <say> Louisiana. <laughs> it works on gators too. Yeah, and so one time, so he was like, "All the blue ones are yours." Not really, but all the blue ones are yours. And I'm like, yay! Every time a blue one comes up, I'm like, yay. oh, I'm gonna be the one to pull it up. And I pulled one of the blue ones up, and it had a gar on it. And I was just like, ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't know what to do. It was so what scary. Is monster. A literal fucking Pokemon just came out of the water. Like I didn't know what to fucking do. I was like five. <laughs> there's there's like a few animals that just never evolved. Because they're, I don't know what it is. <laughs> they were good enough. Pain in the ass to kill, like gators, gar, turtles. 
Yeah, like, you, you know, the everything you just mentioned is a water animal. <laughs> water animal. You know what? Good term for fish. You're starting to win me over. <laughs> I'm anti-fish now. Been thinking about this a lot. And we're back. Banner Lord 2. But from uh, Tales World Entertainment, they only make Mountain Blade. They publish <laughs> and they've only made like two-ish games. Banner Lord 1 and then all the expansions and now Mountain Blade or not Banner Lord. I keep I'm going to mix it up. It's Mountain Blade Banner Lord or Mountain Blade 2 Banner Lord is the title we're covering this week. Uh, the old one was Mountain Blade, which eventually became Mountain Blade Warband. And they also had like Mountain Blade Through the Fire and Flames, uh, Vikings Rising, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Like, there were all these different, like, spinoffs they did. Is it Avengers 1? Yeah, there's so many. <laughs> but uh, Warband, or not Warband, damn it. I'm going to mix them up so much. Bannerlord released back in October 2022. So this is a fairly recent game. Less than a year, Nave. Here. There, it's in the chat now. So every time you feel unconfident, you can just read it. Just look. So, also, uh, this game is a year old. It doesn't feel that way. This game feels a decade old. <laughs> yeah. JB called that out before we even, like, and I'm like, hey, we're going to talk about Bannerlord today. And he's like, oh, you mean Warband with a better coat of paint on it? Because the game hasn't changed at all? And I'm like, yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm real glad they kept that winning formula for the combat system. <laughs> the directional combat system. Which, let me read oh the, Steam, the Steam uh, description real quick. Mountain Blade 2, Bannerlord, is the eagerly awaited sequel to the critically acclaimed medieval combat simulator and role-playing game, Mountain Blade Warband. Created and develop a character that matches your playstyle as you explore, raid, and conquer your way across a vast medieval sandbox where no two playthroughs are the same. Raise armies, engage in politics, trade and craft weapons, recruit companions, and manage your fiefdom as you attempt to establish your clan among the nobility of Caldaria. Command and fight alongside your troops in first or third person in huge real-time battles using Mountain Blade's deep but intuitive skill-based directional combat system. That's the one nice. I really wanted. Put your combat prowess to the test against players from all over the world in multiplayer PvP, including a ranked matchmaking and casual game modes, or host your own server with a Mountain Blade 2 dedicated server files. That's really confident that they put players with an S. Like I multiple. Know. Okay. God, I put that in the notes too. Uh, real quick, uh, Nave, what is your history or preconceptions of Bannerlord? Oh, you know what we forgot to do before the what? break was do our little mini. Do we There's no spoilers. It? There's no spoilers in this, though, so it's okay. Yeah. That's um, why I didn't bring it up. I had no idea what this was. I thought it was chivalry, like an early version of chivalry or something, whenever I first started playing it. But it came out and, after Chiv. And, dude, chivalry, too, <laughs> is so fun. So I had such high hopes for this game. I'm like, uh, it's, it's a little disappointing. The multiplayer. I never played the single player, which is apparently where this game is at. JP, what about you? What's your preconceptions or history with the series or this game in general? Uh, I played Mountain Banner Lord Warband <laughs> yeah, uh, first one, one. <laughs> yeah. and uh, I I played I put quite a few hours in it. Like, so I mean I mentioned I still play Mordheim a little bit, so I'm kind of a psycho, I guess. Like, so I I play some pretty weird stuff. Uh, so I mean I I actually like this game quite a bit. I liked one. I played it a lot, even though it kind of sucked. But uh, this one I've been playing it for the last couple of weeks been digging it for the most part i mean you know the obvious problems oh we'll get to the obvious problems <laughs> have you been playing the single player or the multiplayer yeah. the single player which for the which you didn't play any of the multiplayer right but you're here to talk about it 
Yeah, well, you didn't mention you that. You asshole. Just, I definitely mentioned it. For the record, dear listener at home, I messaged him last time, like, hey, I'm going to play some Bannerlord tonight. You ought to get in there. And you know what he said? Nothing. No reply. That's because I, it was my weekly <laughs> Red Dead tournament. Honestly, that's a better use of your time than playing this multiplayer. <laughs> so I don't blame you, and I actually fully condone your choice. Yeah, it's funny because Philip also was like, I'm playing Bannerlord. We're gaming, and I'm just asleep. <laughs> Which is also a better use of your time than playing this game. So my history with the series, uh, just in the first game, I had 180 hours on Steam. uh, And I played the crap out of all the mods for it, too. Like, there's a Warhammer mod, a Lord of the Rings mod, a Star Wars mod for it. Where the overworld is just space. And you can go planet to planet. And it's weird because, of course, you load in, but it's still themed on medieval so it's like a village but it was on a planet <laughs> and you go talk to the village chief which is a reskinned human that looks like an alien now and he's well, like there would be villages stole our space cows i mean haven't cows. you seen star wars the old ones and they had little dumb dinky villages didn't they? there's so many dumb dinky villages in star wars as it turns out that's the whole galaxy yeah, I'm starting to believe that maybe we're playing this in the wrong place. But maybe we should have been playing on PC. Yeah, they have a whole Steam workshop for this game on PC. Like, I think that might have been the better move than playing it on Xbox, which this was on Game Pass, so we didn't pay anything for this. We just jumped in. But my yeah, buddy is Adam nice. is uh, playing it on PC, and he was telling me about the mods. He's like, just ridiculous amount of mods on that game. Yeah, I feel like that's almost the target. Like, this game is like... um I'm trying to think, like Left 4 Dead, where the base game is good, but honestly, I think the mods is what yeah. makes the game. Like Left 4 Dead with custom maps is Skyrim. Even better. Well done, Nave. This needs the Skyrim mod workshop to make it like a, a diamond. And see, this is where it's weird because like I got the uh on Steam, the the Metacritic score is like 77 or something like that, but it is like 87% of the people had positive reviews for this game out of like 300,000 people that own this game or that actually reviewed the game. And I'm like, that is an insanely high number. Like, can you get 87 out of a hundred people to really agree on anything as far as like, I don't know the quality of a video game. I feel like it's, it's kind of hard. Uh, probably like the McGriddle, you know, Oh no, yeah, I'm not the breakfast. So I'm one of the 13 that is like the naysayers. Yeah, but, well, this is the thing. If you had to have breakfast, the McGriddle, I'm definitely not right? going to get the dry McMuffin, you know? Yeah, dude, you, you don't want to fucking, like, have cotton mouth the whole time you're at work. He has a point. He's right. So as a McMuffin, uh, I looked up our hours played for this. I have 57 hours in the game. JP has 27 hours. And, Nave, <laughs> you are sitting at one hour and 18 minutes. <laughs> so the one time we played it. <laughs> the one time we played together and you were like, I don't know about this, man. I think I'm just going to edit the pod in the background. Yeah, I stopped playing. I stopped playing. So, the different multiplayer modes, they have uh, the captain and scrimmage. These are the ranked modes, I guess, where you actually get to, like, command troops, which most of the story mode is, like, you get to control massive armies with 100 and plus units that you are individually, like, controlling different groups of them, like, move them around in real time. Like, it's, like, the closest thing I get to, like, lord of the rings style giant army battles that you can get i love it like the story mode's great this you get like nine dudes that follow you around and this is yeah, actually it's a different it's really cool but like you get like you can choose your class and each class has different amount of characters depending on i guess like the strength balance. and durability or whatever yeah. yeah 
And so like you can be like there's like berserker class where it's just a dude with a claymore and no shirt on and like yeah. he'll die so fast but he can one hit people with that thing. He just cuts people in half. So and me and they played this but we had we would have to wait like 8 minutes to find a match <laughs> and even then it would be the bare minimum of like 2v2. It's supposed to be like minutes. 5v5, right? Or something like 6v6 that. 6v6 is supposed to be but oh there was like, nobody playing this. And it, it wasn't seems even, so cool. It looks cool, but nobody plays it. Okay. It kind of feels like Pikmin 2, the way you're like running around and controlling your troops yeah. at the same time. Medieval Pikmin. This was the problem, because you know, I have one hour in this game, so I clearly have no fucking idea what I'm doing. So like actively Philip is like trying to explain to me how to fight in this game. And so meanwhile, we're 2v2. Philip's friend is super sweaty. My teammate, super sweaty. I'm button mashing essentially and dying. <laughs> I died on the first round, like immediately every fucking round and my i, I bet my teammate was just like oh my fucking god like yeah. every time i died he's Which, like oh my god he's playing the crossbow guys the crossbow Ew. guys are terrible I, think, I thought the crossbows were pretty good i mean yeah but if you're in a 2v2 and half the enemies are on horses it's not gonna yeah. be that useful <laughs> they just run up and kill all of us immediately yeah so uh in the captain and scrimmage categories you command a small bit of troops uh, when you die, you switch to a different member of your troops. I really like this. I thought that was very cool. So yeah, it's like, like as long as you have, yeah, it's like Battlefield. You just instantly swap into an NPC character, or, or Battlefront. Like, uh, I don't know the Star Wars one. They did it on Battlefront. Yeah. Or wait. I mean, kinda. Or was it Izonso? Did they do that? I can't remember. I can't remember either. Yeah, maybe we're making shit up. Yeah, but uh, you can like pick your different squads, talk about your different classes to make your team. Uh, no one plays this game. That's I can <laughs> like this game is dead on Game Pass. And on it's Xbox. not even it's not even that it was that we were playing on a Wednesday or Thursday night or whatever, because I played it on my own on like a Friday night. You know, Friday nights for the boys. We're going to be dropping into some games. And it was dead. Less than like 100 huh. players. There was nobody playing the multiplayer of this one. There's a different multiplayer where it's just like a big old war, kind of more like chivalry. And we were running into the same like 20 people like yeah. it was always the same 20 people and this teams just got shuffled around the other two was a uh, team deathmatch and siege which team deathmatch is just supposed to be like chiv like you just run into the one area and you just start chopping people in half and these turned very one-sided very fast once people leveled up they would get better troops and once one of the guys gets like a jousting pony and it's just running back and forth just <laughs> with a couch lance ripping people's heads off it's like i don't think we're coming back meanwhile i'm a peasant with a stick that i can't kill anything dude that's the thing too i, I remember one time we were playing and philip was like why are you still the peasant and i was like you can change your character <laughs> like, <What? I> just... <laughs> yeah you can change your character and you can even like customize your character with different perks so it's like oh i'm gonna be a sword and board but i want to have better armor or i want to instead of having better armor i want to have an axe that i can break shields faster yeah, and I like this because it's very simple. You know, it's not complicated at all. It's not like making a Call of Duty loadout where you have to like figure out your perks and stuff. It yeah. is literally like which class. Okay, now they have two things. What do you want? Yeah, and each of those two things has three choices. So it's like really, really easy to just kind of get in the game. And much like Chiv, where the the whole point of like playing gaming leveling up is that it gives you more customization options with your characters this game just gives you the ability to customize your character more and more so you don't look like the base default guy i didn't mess with the customization because it is the same thing as like the main campaign where you can change like every single thing about a character and of course 
there's multiple factions with multiple classes. So I am not going to go step by step and like customize each one, which that was kind of interesting where whenever you jump into a game, you would vote on the map and then you would vote on what factions you would play as. Uh, and faction, the thing is, one faction. faction. Both teams will play the same faction. So if you were like the Cossets or whatever, which is that the horse people? I don't yes. remember. You would have like three choices in horses and then you'd have like the shirtless guys, but you wouldn't have any crossbow troops or something like that. I'm so pretty sure the Cossets are the cat people. No, <laughs> not in this game. So there was a lot of variety in the different maps, but I don't know. It It didn't seem to matter really when it comes down to it. At oh my god, and the worst time. The worst fucking thing about it is that you would be every single match you played, it's like are you team purple and yellow or are you team yellow and purple? Oh yeah, they would just invert their symbol colors and it was it was very annoying. So multiple times me and Philip would go on different teams because there was some kind of miscommunication and I was like, God damn it. Going on purple. I'm like, me too. And then he went, <laughs> you went, you went on yellow. Like, okay, so the lot it's a shield with a lion on it, but the, the field behind the lion is purple. That's what I was referring to. And he was like, I was referring to the purple lion on the field of yellow. <laughs> like, oh, well, of course we're going to mix this up. So what I really liked was the siege modes, though, where yes, instantly we dropped in, especially when you're attacking. It is so fun where it's like, hey, we got to push the battering ram. Yeah. And we run to the ram and it's just the two of us slowly pushing this <laughs> massive, massive piece of lumber. Like this game has such great scale with the way the castles look, the way like the um was it the trebuchets or the catapults like yeah, launch so rocks and stuff it's so good all, which are worthless all siege stuff was pretty good it's uh, worthless in multiplayer it's great in campaign for the record where there's like 500 people on the screen at one time in multiplayer there's only like 60 like yeah, my and, first, and 30 of them on your team <laughs> like my first time doing a siege uh, as defense i was trying to figure out how to use the uh like the trebuchets and stuff, you know, I'm like up yeah. there, I'm like, because obviously they give you a, a text box tutorial for like every single thing in the game, except for the shit that you actually want to do. Oh yeah. And so I'm up there trying to figure out how to use this thing. And I finally get it figured out. And by the time I do the battering ram is like, I have time for like one shot and I just freaking slam dunked it right behind the battering ram where that <laughs> formation of heavy infantry always follows the ram. Yeah, like a shield wall behind the ram. Ready to like 60 dudes. The right side of the screen was just like... Brrr. Like the little kill counters where it says like, who killed who? It's like... I'm, that was... Nave, you should have played the story mode. Okay, dear listeners, the multiplayer sucks. Just play the story. <laughs> it's so good. And the uh, the castles I actually really like. Like, like one thing I... I, I like all the YouTube channels that talk about like medieval stuff, like Shadowversity and stuff. Like they just talk about castles and like, you know, Kingdom Come Deliverance. This game certainly ain't, but uh, the castles are pretty cool. They got some yeah. pretty good stuff. They've got some matriculations. They got the the siege works look right. Things are set up like they should be. There's the know? buttresses and the facades. They're all there. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of like that's kind of like the thing though too because like it you like I think a lot of the enjoyment you get out of this is how much you're into like medieval Europe you know what I mean because I'm much more of like a feudal Japan kind of or like maybe uh the like Dynasty Warriors era of like China you know what I mean I really kind of like 
that kind of stuff, which is funny because I got a bunch of like weeb shit in my on my walls and stuff. And Paige, whenever I went over to her house, she has a giant Mona Lisa on the wall. <laughs> and I'm like, so I'm just surrounded by people who like European stuff and Crocs and stuff. <laughs> like, I'm just so alone. And Crocs. And- <laughs> Mona Lisa. And Crocs. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying there's a correlation, but Wait, and I'm not, not saying like you guys Croc- are wrong. Well, this game is not a Croc man. I'm not a croc man. I'm about to be like the they're fucking. I'm infiltrated now. Like, I, what are you too good for Crocs? Too good for the shoes of the future? I got one pair of shoes and they're barely even like together anymore. <laughs> you should get the Crocs pair of Adidas ever. There's no standard issue Postman Crocs or anything. I bet there probably is like a custom Crocs with the postal service <laughs> shit all over it. Which, I don't think I you... would be allowed to wear those at work. That'd be funny. We always joke about uh, you see the guys that are like super into the Air Force and they get like the, the Air Force symbol like tattooed on them. And like, yikes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> when do you get your uh, Postal Service tattoo, Nave? Oh, dude, I've already got one. It's like a giant Yakuza type tattoo on my back <laughs> about the Postal Service. Yeah, a little. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a little mail truck with like flames coming off the wheels <laughs> like it's an anime. You're like you're like full body tatted up. It just stops at the wrists and at the neck so we can't see it. Just take yeah. off your shirt. It's just a solid postal service. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this is my entire personality now. Yeah. God. Uh, but yeah, the the like medieval stuff, you know, it's like I'm not gonna say that it's like realistic or anything, but man, you can tell that they tried. Oh yeah. You know, it's like the way that they design the castles and stuff, it's not for aesthetic, it's for like function because the sieges are playing out about how like, you know, a siege would and one thing I did notice though is that the the castles up in like the north where like the where the Viking guys would be oh yeah were like made out of solid wood and I'm like what the fuck man like the the place that has the least wood next to the desert people their castles are made out of wood why are we doing this that's Which why they don't have wood anymore because they used I, it all for the castles they used it all for the castles whenever I was like playing the campaign those are actually the areas I always go to the most is the desert in the Viking lands, because I like anytime I see like it looks like oblivion where like the basic castles in the, like the center area. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going there. I don't want to hang out with the, the Europeans. Fucking so Cyrodiil the or whatever. With all my horses. I went straight to Batania and just took that whole place over. Which you want to get into some story talk? Oh, I don't know. Sure. Yeah, sure. So in the story mode, Nave, you didn't play you asshole, but the story is so good. I have lots of questions. Okay, so in the story mode, it is literally just a map covered with cities and villages and strongholds. I don't remember what they're called. Castles? Castles. Castles. I think that's a good word for it. And the whole point is basically you become you want to become king and conquer everything. That's that's the end goal, I assume. I haven't made it that far. Dynasty Warriors. Yeah. Basically you you get a hold of a banner, and this banner is like the the chosen King Arthur banner. And it's like because you have this banner, you have the the right of godhood that you can rule over everyone. And so I took that personally and decided that I would rule over everyone. And it is so hard to make it on your own. What I end up doing is all the other villages or not village, but uh, nations are so big that they are terrible at managing their people. Their people are always in revolt and re- rebelling. And when they become rebels, they become their own nations. And so every time someone would rebel, I would instantly run over there and just murder everyone and just take over that one city because that's the only way I could take over a city without going against a giant nation. Yeah. Like the, the early game where you're rolling with like 50 or less dudes, 
you're pretty much just like a small fish trying to avoid the big fish. Yeah, it's like feeding frenzy. You just just like avoid you, everyone. You can't you can't siege a castle. You can't siege a city. Like the best you can do is raid a village and hope to fuck. No one shows the, up. That nobody shows up to stop you. <laughs> Like so, how would you would you compare this more to like a total war game or to like Dynasty Warriors? Uh, it is more total war than Dynasty Warriors because the fighting system is still the same in single player, but uh-huh. you spend most of your time commanding the troops and less time engaging in combat. Like I usually command the troops and then I'm on my horse and I pull up my lance and I just do strafing runs, taking out like archers or anything else I can to as my troops are doing their full charge in the front or how- even just absorbing shots like just getting on my horse while my troops are advancing and just running around from the enemy army while they are firing a bajillion arrows in my direction and just hoping i don't get hit but i already have like the best armor i can afford so i can take a few hits before i die how in detail is like the campaign stuff is it like um like crusader kings where you can like get heirs and stuff like that wives and stuff so they've got like a like a family system uh where like you start out with like a brother or whatever you can get you can like buy dudes and then they become your people like they go into your clan and function almost the same as like a family member you can get married and stuff and like of course you can't just walk up to somebody and be like let's marry you have to you know there's like a whole like political clout system yeah so you can't be like a loser you got to do stuff for them and then it's like a monster prom dude what sucks is you can't be a crazy warlord either because i don't know about you but I've gotten in the habit of I just execute everyone I come in contact with anymore and why? everyone hates me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wonder why. What? Yeah. So basically, like in the game, when you encounter a noble, like any lords or noble or anything like that, if you beat them in battle, they don't die. They they just get captured because they're royalty. They're worth a ransom. So your troops won't kill them. They'll just like capture them. Just kind of hurt them over. really, really badly in their purse. But you can go into the options or into your little like prisoner menu and click on them and click execute, which is great because that removes them from the board. Because the second you ransom them, they go free. They go to all their villages. They build up another army and then they'll come back and they'll try and beat your ass because they hate you. There, There is also a third option. You can just keep them prisoner. You don't have to kill them and you don't have to ransom them. They always have a chance of escaping, though. Like every day they have like a one percent chance of escape. Take them to a castle with a dungeon. Put them in the dungeon. That's what it's for. We built this big ass dungeon to put prisoners in. They can still escape the dungeon eventually. You're just tying them to the back of your horse. You guys are just describing like three different Yakuza plots. (laughs) But yeah, I just execute everyone. Everyone hates me because they think I'm a crazy warlord. And I am. (laughs) and so no one will make peace with me or anything like that so i'm just on a rampage uh running around auto saving or quick saving a lot because they will form massive gears of war coalitions against me (laughs) and then i just avoid them until i see like one dude by himself who's just going to collect sheep from a farm or something like that and escort them back to the city and i'm like sorry roll off you came to the wrong neighborhood and i just decimate his troops and execute him and eventually if you kill off everyone in a nation that nation just gets absorbed by like another like small nation nearby but then they're just so powerless because they don't have any lords or anything so then you just walk in and like i'm king now that i've killed everyone (laughs) like it's just imagine like walking to a city and you just kill the mayor and then all the like the local town city council members and you're like i'm in charge now (laughs) so it's like game of thrones 
but stupid. Do you want to talk about the uh, the tactics and stuff, like the actual like battles before we get too far away from it? Sure. I hate the AI. They are such jerks. So I love the AI so much. They're they get so, so weird sometimes. They're <laughs> so <laughs> dumb. I don't know. Sometimes they're really clever. It's like we'll drop into a map and I'm like, okay, I need to take down these guys. They are way weaker than me. But because I, I tried doing the auto resolve, like in Total War, but it just, for some reason, this tr- group of 20 dudes somehow eliminated 300 of my guys in the auto resolve. And I'm like, no, reload that save. Let's go back into the actual battle. And in the actual battle, they don't want to fight. So they just go to the edge of the map on a hill and they just like hide up there. And so I'm like, I want to siege the hill, but they're just going to shoot arrows at me. So, and then you lose 300 guys. And I lose in a the lot process. of guys. I'm like, okay, I can't do that. So I get into a weird AI baiting match where they will shoot arrows at me until they run out of arrows. Then they will run down the hill to collect their arrows. And at that point, my archers can shoot them. But then they start doing like arrow, like drive bys at each other when they start going by. And meanwhile, I'm running back and forth trying to spear them as they're picking up the arrows <laughs> so they can shoot them some more. And then someone fires a lucky shot or a javelin. It just hits me in between the eyes, killing <laughs> me instantly. And then all of my troops without a commander, they lose control of their facilities and they just rush the hill and just get massacred. And I'm like, Oh my God, reload the save. Let's do this again. <laughs> that sounds like poor leadership Poor leadership. Yeah. yeah. The poorest of leadership, like no Skill leadership issue. at all. Cause you're dead. Because when you die, your troops get the order of charge, which all they do is just <laughs> run. All of a sudden, they, even though you have multiple like sub generals or captains, I think they're called, that you can assign to each little platoon to like lead them these hero units where you're like, hey, I want you to hang with the archers. You're in charge of them. And that type of stuff. And each will have like buffs and bonuses to that group. They don't lead your troops. So they just charge too and just die. I'm like, oh my God. Do you get to customize the, them? You do. You get to fully customize your uh, captains to an extent that I find kind of annoying. Like they have a full skill tree, like all the skills you have, they also have oh. access to. And I'm like, Jesus, dude, Christ. the second I saw that there's a button you can press that says auto skill tree. You can press that and they will hit everyone. That's not your character. They will automatically assign points for you because Thank you God. have, you get like 20 dudes at some point working <laughs> under you and they are always leveling up because like I said, like three episodes ago, the skill points go up to like 300 or something like that. This is the you know Oblivion 0 to 100. The skills go all the way to 300 with multiple perk paths along the way in the skill tree that you're selecting. So there is a lot of customization and choices. Does the game scale with you or is it like... No, it does not. So if you become like God, if you become you Lubu, become then yeah. you just walk through and kill everybody and until an arrow hits you in the eyes? I don't know what difficulty you played in, but I played on normal. Yeah. So because anything harder is so hard. Well, it's funny because like when you're selecting the difficulty, there's like easy and it's like you get a like 75% damage reduction. And I'm yeah. like, ah, oh, that sounds about right. And I was like, and I was like, I put it on normal and it's like 50% damage reduction. And I'm like, that sounds like you're, you know, yeah, you're just giving fucking, it to me. You got the kid gloves on and then you actually play it and still die in two hits. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, <laughs> People die in usually one to two hits with most weapons, it seems, if you're not what? blocking. Yeah, like surprisingly, when you get hit by a sword, you die. Yeah, that's <laughs> rough, man. Like, Which is hilarious. If, if somebody gets a good cavalry charge on you, it's done. Yeah. You're done. Or even the javelin headshots always get me, where like there's like 90 dudes with javelins, and they are ready. And I'm like running around on my horse going, Archers! 
over there swordsman follow me cavalry charge and then out of nowhere a spear flies from like, my spear, like a javelin just like flies in a, a cluster of like eight other javelins and one just nails me in the head and you just see the big red marker on the screen pop up that's like headshot received 800 headshot damage as i as my body falls off of it and next to know the archers are like he said charge right <laughs> and they rush in and just get massacred by the spearmen and i'm like oh my god it was really funny because i was playing inshin and, and Paige was watching me and like there were these guys roughing up this guy in the street and i obviously have to get into a battle with them now i got a scuffle and i the first guy i kicked to the ground and then stab him in the chest and then shoot him in the head and she's like <laughs> oh my god you're killing these people over this and i'm like no i do not actually canonically kill anybody no and one she's died. like but and I'm like, no, I promise. Hold on. Just wait till the end of the fight. And at the end of the fight, the three guys I beat, they're standing there like, ow. Like You're I like punched them in the arms. Like I gave <laughs> yeah, them like titty twisters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, I won't do it again. I promise. But <laughs> they should have like fucking five different perforations to their torso. It's like uh, like the later Mortal Kombat games with the like x-ray moves. Oh, yeah. They're just like shattering every bone in their body and breaking their neck. And then they're just like, oh. And they get back up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh man, that sucked. And then I just started fighting some more. I hit it when my skull cracked open and you could see my brain getting sliced <laughs> by the edges of my own skull. It's like, oh man, Kata- uh, or, uh, Melina just stabbed her size into my eyeballs and they popped. I, that's a, that's unfortunate. <laughs> they start fighting again. Oh, it's so good. So since Nave didn't play more than an hour and JP didn't play any of the multiplayer, I actually gathered some Steam reviews that could hopefully help us uh, pad out some time. Do we need time padded out? We're at an hour and a half. I don't we know. Did it. They could be Let's fun. do the Steam reviews. I like the Steam reviews. All right. You want to do one, Nave? Sure. Uh, let me see. I'll do the last one. All right. This is Nico, who has 232.8 hours on record. Uh, and he says, you can have a child with a wife you spend 400 days not seeing. 10 out of 10. Realistic. <laughs> <laughs> it really be like that sometimes. Only I don't have a wife in the game. All right. All right. Do you want to read one, JP? Sure. Actually, I'll do the uh, the, uh, the one from Zardas. Zardas. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is a quote attributed to Sun Tzu. Uh, F1 plus F3. <laughs> Which yeah, I assume it's on... quick save, quick load. <laughs> <laughs> that's chapter 12 of The Art of War. Which he has 120 hours on record. I think all of these people have a lot of hours on record. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Is like I, I sorted by funny, and all the people I scrolled down, they were all positive. Like I, we said, there was like 87% of the people found this game positive. There were like no negative Steam reviews for this. Everybody was waiting for it. So I got one from a Taekwon Don't. And he has a thousand and nineteen hours on record, and he recommended it. And he said, "Yeah, sure. I guess you can get some hours of enjoyment out of it." <laughs> like a thousand, a yeah, thousand nineteen hours. At a thousand and one hours, he wrote this <laughs> review. But then he kept playing for another, you know, eighteen hours. Jesus, that's almost my rock band time. What do you got, Nave? All right, let's do I Am Tom. 254.3 hours says, A lord refused to nominate me for a castle after I successfully captured it, so I switched sides, tracked down his wife, and chopped her head off. 10 out of 10. You can do that. You can physically kill any nobles you capture. And it's so funny because, like, you'll take over a castle, and I won't even realize there'll be, like, nobles in the dungeon. And they're like, oh, 
uh gopher farce thank you so much for, which my character's name is gopher farce because that's just my go-to thank you so much for saving me you're a hero and i'm like just doing my job and they're like one of the few people that actually like me after i executed their cousin like 19 turns ago or 19 years ago but you didn't execute them no because they weren't enemies at the time baby you want this last one yeah for uh Tuebo. Uh, before I played this, I had a small penis, no girlfriend, and no will to live, and no punctuation skills, I guess. Uh, none of these things have changed, but the game is pretty good. It is. Felt. It's a pretty good game. And he had 192 hours on record. This game is meant for, to be played a lot, <laughs> I guess. Nave, I, I want you to play the story so much. Like, you, you yeah, love... It's weird because like this game feels like Mass Effect if there wasn't an overarching story or something like that. Because you're getting crew members, you're building relationships with all these different characters, but it's also like kind of like procedural where all the characters are like, Oh, thank you so much, Gopher Farts, for saving us. By the way, I got 19 sheep that need to go south of the border. Do you mind transporting them down there? And I'm like, I really don't want to do that right now but I know a man with 18 other guys that I can send to take care of this for you. And he's like, excellent. We become blood brothers. You can marry my sister. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> oh my God. And like, they'll give you a super, super simple, like side quest, right? Like it hey, seems you simple. go to the next town and buy six tools and give them back to us. And I was like, I got my man narco on it. He's, you know, my right hand <laughs> captain, you know, He'll take 20 of my best troops and be gone for 36 days. I'm like, <laughs> why? Yeah, it's so weird. And it's like the skills of each of your captains affect it whenever you like send them on these train missions. So oh God, it's weird to be like, hey, Garrus, I need you to go over there and just defend this traitor. He's going to market. Apparently there's bandits in town. And it's like, all right, 90% chance of success. And it's like, he fails. All my troops died. And he comes back and the traitor's been murdered. I'm like, what did you do? Like, how did this go so poorly? Oh my God. I got to say, like, once you get up into like when your war band's around 100, uh, you got to make sure you're on the stick with like quick saving it. Because if you get in a fight and you lose, everybody's dead. Everyone so dies. It's like, so you got to go back to farming dudes. Like, after you escape custody of whoever beat your ass, you got to go to the little villages, buy the $10 peasants yeah. and, <laughs> and train them. Hope to God they don't die in the very first engagement so that they can be leveled up to peasants with a stick instead of peasants with a, <laughs> with a hoe. Oh, punching God. people, punching horses with their fists. Dude, it'd be like that. And it's like, of course, there's bandits all over the place. Like, you can't walk down the street and spit without hitting a bandit party. And they, of course, run away from you whenever you're a full war band. But whenever you're just like nine dudes after getting your ass kicked by Lord Tyrion down the street, you're stripped naked and he took all of your corn or your straw or whatever it was, a grain. Yeah. He took all your grain, so you can't even feed your men. So you just got nine peasants that you got from the little town down the road that wanted to see adventure. And then the bandits show up and they're like, well, 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 <laughs> we got here. And, and, um, God. and you literally have nothing of value. Like you're, <laughs> yeah. you're bankrupt because yeah. you can't pay the peasant militia that are, that is your army. <laughs> you guys are eating grass. Like, We're going to take all your shit. And yeah. It's like, what? What do you want? From like, us? My rucksack's full of grass. <laughs> that is the only thing we have to eat. And they will be your ass and laugh about it, especially if they're like the horse bandits. Oh, my oh God. My God. Yeah, they will just wreck you because for some like horses are great. 
for the record, horses are just better than everything. Just get horses. At least I think they are. Well, uh, like if if you're using just like a cavalry formation against like a foot formation, you're probably gonna lose. Well, like, they got spear if, guys. If yeah. they're not already engaged, like you gotta have something to like tie those dudes down so you can hit them in the back. Or you can be the last person alive and just do a big circle and oh, kill yeah. them one at a time. I have ended many a battle that way. So be like, well, so when, I, there's 50 enemies left. I'm going to be here for a minute. So when do you get to research the M1 Abrams? There is not a tech tree, but there's like city developments where you can be like, oh, we're going to build festivals and games. And uh, I don't even know what else. Because like your people will get pissed off at you too. It's like you take over a city that was literally in rebellion against their nation, then you're like, okay, I take you over. I'm in charge now. They're like, ah, we don't like you either. We're just going to rebel again. And I'm like, I'm literally protecting you from the people you just rebelled from. <laughs> but they'd rather be on their own where they just get destroyed. Because the second somebody rebels, the host nation that used to have them build a giant army of like 900 dudes and they are on their way. <laughs> so the second I see rebellion like happen halfway across the the whole continent. I'm like, guys, round up. We got to go. We're going over there first because they will start a war with me once you take it over, but they will defeat their own rebels and take their city back. So you got to be it's quick. Just, this just sounds like emergent narrative of the game. Well, speaking of uh, technology and stuff, like the the weird amount of like technology gaps because there will be like the Batanian nation, yeah. which is like, you know, real world Britain when they were conquered by Rome, which like, and and it's funny because they're still the same like barefoot savages against like the Empire dudes, which is literally supposed to be Rome, and they've they've got like full blown like phalanx fucking formations, and everybody's got good armor. I'm like, how how is that a nation in this game? Like, they just get wiped out. Yeah, or it's like so like there is a nation that is very um. I don't know, they're like the cons almost. Like, I don't know which one I'm referring to. The, the horsemen. Yeah. Where they, they seem to have like just cloth armor, but they have so many horses and horse archers. And I think they're so good. They're great. But they have no armor or anything like that. So they suck in a siege when you can't bring your horses. So whenever you start the campaign in this game, is it more like, is it like civilization where it's it's really just a big map and then you just pick someone and then that's you just go? Or is there like a storyline? Because you said you get like a brother, but do you just yeah, get a brother no matter where you go? You get a brother no matter what. Like the whole premise is, I think you're rescuing your niece and nephew or something like that is like the first mission. But I mean, like you, whenever you start out, you get to pick which nation you are, like technically are. Like I was born here. Uh, but when you're actually playing the game, there's nothing that says like, yeah, you got to stick with these guys. You can like easily go next door and be like, hey, I've, I want to be a mercenary for you. And then once you earn their trust, then you can be like, will you accept me into your like service? So yeah. then you become a noble for those guys. Cool. All right, Nave, do you have any more questions about the story? No, not really. I think, I don't Do you have any more meat points you want to cover? Uh, I mean, we went over the tech. Can you so. kill someone with meat? No. Like okay. So I, I thought there was like funny weapons, but sides like sticks. There's no like silly weapons like in Chiv. Yeah, in uh, chivalry, there's like an achievement for killing someone with bread. Like a baguette. Yeah. Or like in Shiv where you can pick up like a fish. Yeah. You can like, you can pick up so one time I we talked about this in the chivalry episode, but we were playing with this guy Jesse, and he cut my head off. 
he was my teammate. He cut my own head off, and then he grabbed my head, went to where I respawned, and gave me my head back. And then I was using my head as a like a like a rock to throw at people at the horseback dudes. God. All right. With that, I think we can take a break and hit our final words. The music plays. Boom, 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 boom. All right, I have to take the jiggling. Yeah, you guys have been drinking. Things are going quite well. We filled most of the time code by talking about stuff that is not the game. Pretty standard for us. Yeah, that's extremely normal. Oh shit, Nate can hear us. Yeah, but I mean, my headset is wireless. There's not a whole lot to this game. Oh yeah, we didn't know that when we selected this for an episode per se. I, I knew expect, it immediately. I like expected Nate to play some campaign in. so we could talk about that because the campaign's great. I got to beat Inshin, dude. I'm oh running God. out of time. Do you know how long these games are? Very long. Well, long. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we're back. Uh, Mount and Blade 2, Bannerlord. That's it. A game about commanding troops to attack people while you have 5,000 donkeys sitting in your inventory. We didn't even talk about this trading and management <laughs> portion of the game. God. Which we don't need to get. There's a whole bunch as far as the economy goes. You can you can completely skip that mechanic, and it does not matter. What really the whole trading thing? Yeah, I I've not forged anything. I've not traded. You can forage. Okay. No. Forge, oh, forge. Forge. Oh, your Oklahoman's coming out. Oh God. You're listening to me. He's not saying forage. He's saying forge, as in crafting. He's not picking red berries. He's not picking red berries. <laughs> but yeah, I've not done any of the forging me- mechanic either. Because you can be a full blacksmith and create a thousand daggers like in Skyrim and sell them. Apparently, that's like a really easy way to farm uh, money. I'm rich enough just by buying caravans and stuff. I make a ton of money just killing people. So You get so much money because you kill them, you strip them naked, and you throw them on the side of the road. Or in my case, I execute them. And then you sell their crap in the nearest town. It's like I'm literally just a bandit. So I'll take these first final words. Uh, this game, as far as like cooperative play, it's not going to be a recommend for me. But single play recommend? Go play Warband, the first one. It's only like 20 bucks on Steam, probably on sale. Uh, but oh, those mods are fantastic. I love it. But this game is just as good. So it's just more Warband. Like, JV, you nailed it earlier when you were like, this is just Warband with a better coat of paint. Yeah, it's just more... It's more user-friendly. It's still good. But... I don't know, something about the janky charm of Gary's mod-looking characters in Warband. <laughs> like, it really charms me, but I'm going to keep playing this in single-player. I'm probably going to put in 150 hours by the time I'm done with it. But this game is great. Everyone needs to go play it. It's on Game Pass. The multiplayer, it's dead. Even though I really like the idea of it, I like the idea of like controlling troops on a battlefield that you're also fighting in. It seems like an alternative Chiv, but it is not nearly close to and as far as like directional combat goes it's nowhere near deliverance either it like i don't know why they decided to put that in the stupid like steam store description but the combat is not that deep basically just comes to hold your shield up wait for them to swing swing your sword they hold their shield up and you do that till someone's shield explodes or they're slightly too slow and then you chop their head off in like two hits and you're like all right move on well the the thing that pisses me off the most about the combat system is like when you, whatever direction you look, that is the direction that your, your swing, swing will come from. Yeah. So if you want to do an overhead strike, you like look if up. you're, if, cause like in a lot of the sieges and stuff, or just any of the battles, whenever it's like close in, 
you can't do lateral swings because you'll just hit your dudes and it stops your attack. So you either have to do a stab or an overhead strike. Uh, but obviously that kind of like, you can't look around, you know, because if you try to look around, you're going to, it's going to, your dude's going to be like, oh, I should swing from the right now. It's like, no, I need you to keep swinging up, but I want to look at the right. Yeah. So it, that's about it's no for honor. Thing. It is not for honor. Or I don't know if you played Kingdom Come Deliverance. I have not, but I've watched a lot of streams. That, like, I heard it's as good. far as like medieval stuff goes, that's probably my favorite game. All right. JP, what about your final words? Uh, I mean, if you're into medieval stuff, uh, this isn't going to blow the doors off of the immersion wagon or anything, but uh, it's fun to just like run around and be a lord, execute <laughs> people. Yeah, execute. A lot of murder. Uh, just make sure you're on the stick with the quick save because nothing ruins your will to live like losing your 120 elite dudes and then having to start over at square one. There's always something stupid too because like with the horses, you get advantage like any open field, but then it'll be like a village. Is One of my villages is being attacked by like eight guys and I'm going there and I'm like, hey, I'm going to stop you from attacking my village and stealing all my cows. And I send in all my horsemen and just auto-resolve. Well, they're in a village, so horses have disadvantage. So those eight dudes were able to kill my 150 guys. And I'm like, why? How does that even happen? Nay, final words. I'm going to play the dramatic piano again. (laughs) I don't like this game. What? No! (laughs) I don't like this. What? He only played an hour and he doesn't like it? Okay, so here's the thing. You need to play at least 40 hours before you don't like something. I I got a level... That this is this was already not my type type of game from the get go. I I was surprised that I thought chivalry was so fun. I really just don't like old dirty white people. Like I, I just do not like <laughs> European stuff. I really just don't like it. But um, if I were to play like Total War or something like that, which Total War is really fun mechanics, but I simulate every battle. I don't I don't want to see the fucking battle screen. I don't even want to sniff it. I don't want anything to do with it. And I just I don't know what it is about medieval warfare, but it is just like. It, there's something about this the feudal Japan like one strike one kill kind of thing like that whole like katanas battling that I, I don't I've always been way more attracted to that than I have like barbarians and stuff like that and the game has to be like really really gripping for and the mechanics have to be like really solid for me to be able to like get over that in my head and this game just it really is so janky that I don't like I just have a hard time not wanting to just play Halo or something you know what I mean yeah. Uh, where you know, I didn't prob- go ahead. Oh, sorry. Oh, there's there's probably a giant weeb mod. I bet there I, is. I bet <laughs> there's gotta be. It's got all the Japanese prefectures and ancient cities, and you fight like because that's how it is in a war war band. Like, there's so many different mods. Like, there's like a Game of Thrones mod where the whole co- continent of Westeros is there, and all the nations are the different houses, and all the NPCs are have their own backstories. Like, people go hard on these. Uh, uh, they're not even like that immersive but these like nation building type games yeah and the nation building it's like i love civilization but i love the mechanics of civilization like you could put that on any other like aesthetic and i would continue to love it you know what i mean like i just i'm not really good i'm not i'm not really happy with this like directional combat it's like it was not my favorite part of chivalry you know what my favorite part of chivalry was killing people with bread or like charging people with the the stupid cavalry yeah, the oh my god. Like that was my favorite part. 
so this game was janky and it was janky in like a in a way that might be like you know wholesome for some people but it was not like goofy enough for me like it was not silly enough for me to keep my interest because that's probably the only avenue if if a serious because that's the thing is that it's very serious you know what i mean when you're in there and there are like funny scenarios that you can get in the solo which i the solo campaign which i never played but in the multiplayer when there's like 15 people like you don't really have a lot of opportunities you know and it's like in chivalry like the the catapults are so effective actually because they're always pointed right at like a choke point where there's always people and there's so many moments where i like get slammed by a fucking uh by a fucking giant, giant rock boulder. and then i just start flipping through the air like like ragdolling 100 feet into the air and that's the shit that i like i like to see or you're fighting to siege a battle tower and you plant explosives at the bottom and then you're fighting to make sure they don't put them out or anything. And then the whole tower explodes, <laughs> launching your body across yeah. the map. And you like, and my, like Phillips over there doing that. And I respawn. I just see the tower crumble at like 15 frames a second. Just a bunch of tiny bot dots flying away. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is great. Like I fucking love this shit. So, I mean, this, I feel like this game could just be uh go play chip for the multiplayer, but then play banner Lord for story. Or for sandbox, honestly, more than yeah, story yeah. play for the sandbox. Uh, Nave, did you play like Total War Three Kingdoms or anything? No, the last Total War I played was Shogun, but I, I played a lot of. Um, there was a European Total War that I played a ton of with Steven, or me and Philip's friend, and, and um, not Rome Two or Napoleonic or anything. Oh, I think it was Rome. Yeah, that it was medieval Rome or a Total War Rome. Yeah, yeah, I think because Rome... I remember the phalanxes and stuff like that, and they would just. I was so bad at them compared to them. I was so bad at that game compared to those two. I would always die first. All right. Uh, besides that, Nave, what are we playing next week? I don't know. You want to play, uh, let me think. You want to play uh, Don't Starve? You mean Don't Starve Together? I own it yeah. on Steam. Uh, you don't own it on Xbox? Caleb, not creative, gifted it to me like, I don't know, eight years ago. And he's like, here, Tov, let's play this sometime. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds like fun. <laughs> Never talk to him again. That's the thing. It's like I got I I bought the game because somebody wanted to play with me, and I played with him for like five minutes, and I'm like, I don't like this because they're like not explaining it to me well enough. I bet it'd probably be fun if yeah, it's really hard. Like I die immediately, and they're like foraging and stuff. I'm just a ghost floating around, just doing nothing. I mean, if we wanted to phone in an episode, we could always just talk about Halo Three season, which I didn't mention that as games we've been playing. But I've been getting the weekly challenges done every week in Halo. I've been playing the crap out of it. Yeah, I haven't played Halo since the last time we had an episode but i definitely have been having a lot of fun with it it's been like my steam blowing game you know i remember when the, like they dropped like i think two or three new maps or like i think there's two new maps and then like a forged map or something like that and yeah. my daughter came in she's like oh what's this and i'm like oh this is halo one of the new maps and i'm at the time i even told her, I'm like it doesn't really feel like halo though but now it's been like two weeks since and i'm still playing on this map and i'm like let's go like it feels it's like halo map. now yeah yeah it's a good fucking map they're all of the maps were pretty good it's surprising. At this point, JP, I want to thank you for coming out to the pod. I know it was a long drive across those terrible highways in sunny Texas, but thank you for coming all the way down here. Uh, thanks for cooking dinner for me to get me over here. I know we're, we're about to go eat probably <laughs> after this. Sorry. Oh, so he here. was bribed. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> all right. With that, thanks for joining us this week's co-partners. Next time, maybe we can all escort 200 donkeys to the nearest farm together. Or get smashed by a giant boulder. Bye. Goodbye.